praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Even our pain is a gain to him. For we know that all things, all, not some, and nothing happens to a child of God by accident. Nothing. I know. We know that all things work together for good to them who love the Lord, to them who are the called, but not called, who are the called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. All things. All things. To whom we foreknow, or did foreknow, or foreknew, these also did predestine to be conformed to the image of his dear son, that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. And to whom he foreknew this, he predestined, predestined, to whom he predestined, or predestined, this he called, to whom he called, this he justified, to whom he justified, this he glorified. What more can we say to this? If God be for you, for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his son, but gave him for us all, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? Have you seen it there? So sometimes you can go through some rough paths. All things work together for your good. Please help me, help me appreciate him once more. And give him praise. Help me appreciate him once more. The things that the enemy thought he was going to use in finishing you, that's the same thing that God will turn around to work for you. Go ahead and give him praise. Who else can do that? Can you imagine the things that should work against me? The things that should work against you is now working for you. Nobody can change his eternal plan because it is sealed. It talks about foreknowledge and predestination. Foreknowledge before knowledge. He knew this before anyone. Before you even came on the scene, he knew. Predestination before destiny, predestination. He has put in place even before you are created. No wonder why it says that we are the workmanship of God in Christ Jesus whereas workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God had before ordained and we should work in them he has put it's like setting the track even before you were born so that you can run on those tracks prepared it for you Satan can't do anything about it that is why if you are here oh my God put your hands together and just Satan can't do anything about it because he was not there when God had foreknew, foreknowledge. What you are seeing right now, you know, you know everything is created twice. Twice, two times. Like this speaker, for example, this one. Everything you see was created twice. So somebody thought about this. And probably did the engineering drawing. So he had it in his mind. So he created it here. And then created it. You can see it. You can feel it. You can touch. Isn't it? Everything you see. This. 
the speakers all created twice so when, when God was creating it then devil did not he, he wasn't part of the discussion he was not part of it what you are just seeing is just an expression of what God has already ordained that is why if you are not in Christ Jesus I'm telling you you are losing a lot Jesus Christ makes the whole difference. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. How many of us want to go fast and far? In Him. That's what He has ordained for you. Amen. So I want us to open our Bibles, please, very quickly. Again. One of the ways in which you can go fast and fast in Him is to please Him to please him and on Sunday we went through the scriptures to see the mind of God you know concerning this very issue so we were meant or the purpose of God creating us is to give him pleasure and if we fall short of this we have fall short of his purpose that was why Christ came so he could reconcile all things that were just doing their own thing like free radicals just, just doing a, to reconcile all things so reconcile all things if you check through the scriptures you see it says be thrones, dominion, the earth everything Jesus blood paid so all things could be reconciled to God. Why? So that that eternal purpose can be fulfilled. So if we are living a life that is not well pleasing unto him, we are falling short of God's expectation for you. Praise the name of the Lord. How many of us are God is pleased with you? God is pleased with you number one, based on the relation that he has for you because of Jesus. When Jesus Christ, you know, was being baptized, the heavens opened. Hallelujah. That is the book of Matthew. I think Matthew, Mark, the gospel, you could see it there. And then when the heaven opened, the the, um, Holy Spirit descended like a dove and lighted on him. And then a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. So he's pleased with him because he is his son. Based on relationship. Have you seen it there? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. At this point, he had not cast out demons, he's done nothing. But he gave him he gave him an A plus because of the relationship, because he was born. You know, as a son. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. So God is pleased, and that is why on, on, on Sunday, you know, we said pleasing God 
before anyone begins when you repent of your sins and you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior and you become a child of God so based on that God is pleased with you because of the relationship that he has with you you don't, you don't have to speak in tongues at that point in time you don't have to do anything just receive him as Lord and personal Savior he confers on you the power that makes you his child he came to his own his own did not receive him but as many as received him God gave the right to become another version says the power to become the sons of God even as many as believed in his name isn't that what the Bible says right so he confers on you the power the right to become his son so he's pleased with you because right now you are his son based on relationship isn't it at this point in time what did Jesus Christ do he did nothing in fact we did not even really hear about him much apart from the time that his um, parents took him to um, to Jerusalem they went to the temple and then when they were coming back they, they, they couldn't find him so they went and looked for him so, don't you know that I'm about, about my father's business then he just, you know, they saw him speaking and, you know, and declaring the word of God, and, you know, with, 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 with the scribe, the Pharisees and all these people, you know, and they were just dishing out the word. And then he just followed them. Okay, why? However, I just, and then we never heard anything again about him. Not until this time when he came to be baptized. Isn't it? Right? And then, as soon as that happened, God said, this is my beloved son. So, beloved child of God, God is pleased with you because of what Jesus Christ did for you. Hallelujah. Based on your relationship with him. As a child of God. As a son of God. As someone who has received power to become a child, to become a son. And sonship here is not about male or female. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's talking about relationship. So when you have sons, you know. So the feminists should not be angry. It's, 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 it's just terminology, you know, to talk about the relation that you have with father and son about God. So he gives you that. You become a son of God. You become a child of God when you receive him. So he said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Then again, open your Bibles again to the book of John chapter 8 or 1 John 1 John chapter let's do 1 John chapter 3 verse 22 but no, John chapter 8 verse 29 first it says see Jesus, this was Jesus speaking and he that sent me is with me the father had not left me alone for I do always those things that please him have you seen it there right so the one number one is based on relation number two was also based on what he was doing because he was also doing things pleasing unto God giving him pleasure that is what we are talking about here the love that God has for you can never is unconditional it cannot change 
because of what Jesus Christ did for you. It can never, never change. It cannot. It's impossible. Why? Somebody say, oh, maybe God doesn't love me anymore. That's why this things are happening to me. It's not true. Because while you were yet a sinner, you were, while you were yet doomed for hell, you were in, in, in sin, messed up completely, he loved you. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Isn't it? So how come now that you are in him, you begin to doubt his love for you? His love is unending. It cannot change. Nothing can happen to it. Just like when you give back to a son, you love that son. I was telling the testimony of how when I gave back to my son, you know, you know, I know there are going to be many first-time daddies here. You understand what I mean? <laughs> Somebody please help me say amen for that. We're running everywhere. You know, we have to come be reason about child, what happens in the womb, what is this, what are, you know, many, many, many things about, about, about childbirth. And in this country, they make it, made it worse. Because I have to be going to the hospital to collect lists one bottle of methylated spirit, one bottle of all these things and I'll go around, buy all these things when we are going to the hospital, you carry a bag and you draw the bag I don't know whether they still do it huh? oh no, me, I don't want to carry baby again bye bye to baby <laughs> I love them but bye bye to baby bye bye me <laughs> I did that for four, four, four babies back to him when I carried him with blood all over him. Fresh. You know, they brought him out. I told them that as soon as they bring him out, I want to pray over him. So as soon as he was coming out fresh, you know, some of us have boldness to be inside the room, but me, I don't have that kind of boldness. <laughs> Say, sweetheart, can you please come and join me? I said, no, you, I'll be praying for you here. <laughs> but I think it's good for some men to, you know, yeah, to experience that. I have one uncle who was always angry with this person, shouting at this one. He didn't know the but One day, his wife told him, come, let's enter. From that day, the man changed. I understand that if you are inside that place if you see it you must change no matter how hard you are you know so I encourage men to do it but me I don't have a liver for it <laughs> so I took him out fresh when I saw him right you know tears of joy I just loved him I took him like I just loved him he had done nothing that is how God loves you. Hallelujah. But as you grow, you now begin to do those things. You know, what you do also matters. Praise the name of the Lord. Someone say, what I do, count. 
Oh my God, just say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. Yes. So you see what it says here. So it says, but for I do always those things that please him. So was doing all those things that please him. You know. So to please God means to give him pleasure. And then we saw what it means to give. I mean, how do we give God pleasure? How do we please him? Number one, it begins with repentance. So any life that is lived outside of God is rebellion. Any life, you leave it outside of God and say no. You are living for your own self. It's rebellion. It's rebellion. Number two, how do we please him after we have received him? And then we say we should go out and bear fruits. And our fruits should remain. And we saw that in the scriptures, right? If any man be, just where we have read now, when you go, you see, if any man be in Christ, new creature, all things are past, they will be all, all things have become new, you know. In an altar of God, who has reconciled us unto Himself by Jesus Christ, and then He goes again and says, and has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. So, as soon as we give life to Christ, the next thing that happens automatically is that a ministry is handed over to you, ministry to reconcile men to Jesus. And this is very, very important too, because this also brings pleasure to Him. Praise the name of the Lord. When we bear fruits, someone say bearing fruits. Hallelujah. Someone will bear fruits. So he says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you that and day you that ye should go out and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. Now, whatsoever you ask the Father, I might give unto you. So we're ordained to go and bear fruits. Praise the name of the Lord. And he goes again and says, And whatsoever he asks, we receive of him because we keep his commandment and do all those things that are pleasing in his sight. John chapter 3 from verse 22. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So we give him satisfaction. The activities of our lives. Then number three. I'll take the third one today. Number three. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 10. We need to grow. Somebody say grow. Growing in knowledge of God. Pleases God. When you grow in grace and the knowledge of God, it pleases Him. Somebody say grow. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 10. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Now, let us look at the way Amplified, Amplified Version puts it. You can put it on the screen. That you may walk, live, and conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, and desiring to please Him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work, and steadily growing and increasing, and by the knowledge of God with fuller, deeper, clearer insight, acquaintance, and recognition. So God wants us to grow. Somebody say, let me say, grow. 
So help me say grow. Grow. Please help me tap your but say grow, 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 grow. Grow. So he wants us to grow. He wants you to grow. Please turn to the world and say grow. He wants you to grow. Hallelujah. Tell him again, please. Grow. Grow, 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 grow. To grow. Hallelujah. So see what it says here. See what it says there. Second Peter chapter 3 from verse 18. Second Peter chapter 3 from verse 18. Because it gives pleasure to God when you grow. It says, but grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to him be the glory both now and forever. So when we grow, God does not like stunted growth. God is not pleased when you are still a baby after many years. God desires that you grow. Growth is a sign of life. Listen, if my son, right, I gave birth to him, I loved him. When he was small, no problem. He can wee-wee. Oh, I love the wee-wee. Sometimes, you know, you <laughs> I'm not going to complain. How many of us understand what I'm saying? Huh? So, that stage comes. Will you complain? You've been very happy. Sometimes, you say, ah, why is he not wee-weeing? I remember one time, my son, my, my wife did something that was amazing. I could not believe it. My son had, he was very young, and then he had cartoons. She went and sucked it. Ah! Please help us bless our mothers in this place. <laughs> so, that, at that point, it was not yucky. It was not something bad. Huh? You could, in fact, you love it. But just imagine a full-grown man like me. Uh-huh. Say grow. You need to grow. If after several years, my son was still at the same stage, first year, second year, third year, seven years, five years, and the mother has done all those things, she will not be pleased, she will not be happy. How many of us understand what I'm saying? In fact, when they begin to walk, right, and they begin to scatter the whole place, you know, you're excited. I was with, I was trying to carry um, Sister Victory son. The guys, have you seen him? Chucky, big boy. The Superman from, the, from, <laughs> from birth. He wants to walk by force. Once they took him, I carried him up. He was very, you know, he wasn't happy. He said, no, we're just doing like this. No. Once you drop him on the floor, he, he just wants to walk. I remember someone what I'm saying. So, so then you now encourage them to walk and they begin to scatter the whole place. But just imagine if you invited me to your house, me, Pastor T, at the age of. <laughs> and then I got into your house, I'm scattering everything like this. I don't know how many of us would be pleased with that. Huh? So you say, next time you invite me to your house, it will be an embarrassment. May we not be an embarrassment before God because we are not growing. So we need to grow. Say, say, tell someone, say, grow. You want God to be pleased with you, you need to grow. You grow in grace. The grace of God is infinite. He's given it unto you. By grace, you became saved. Hallelujah. And God expects that through that grace you grow. How do you grow in grace? 
You need to spend time with the world. Spend time praying. Spend time with the word of God. You want to grow? Feed on the word. And allow yourself to be dealt with by the spirit of God. You see, those things like prayer and reading the word are not in themselves a sign of maturity. But God uses them as a discipline to mature you in grace. Oh, isn't it? That's why some people come to church every day, but they are still babes. Paul was saying, are you not still babes? When there are divisions amongst you, strife amongst you, you cannot, are you not still babes? Are you not still babes? God doesn't want you to remain a babe. He wants you to grow. Have a desire to grow. It's an indication of life. You want to see life in anything, you see it growing. You want to see life in the business, you see it growing. When the business is growing, you can see life. Start from, you know, small and it grows into another one. I've seen a business, the master had this business from years ago. You know, a family friend. He has one of the, he has a very big hospital in this, in this city, very popular. Started small. Today I was, I was there to visit one of our members in the hospital. And I said, ah, this guy, I knew this guy many, many years ago. Started small. And then started getting bigger. And then he bought this house on the left. And he bought the one on the right. And they bought the one. It's almost, it's almost buying all the streets. <laughs> so when, you, when I got there, I saw life. You know, things happening. You know, new things happening. You know, they are creating new things. Breaking down some new things. Bringing in equipment. You know, adding more things. It's a sign. It's pleasing. Even me that I'm it's a family friend, I'm very happy for him. That is how God is happy when you grow. Don't be just, you know, don't, stunted growth does not please God. You must grow in grace. You must grow in knowledge to know Jesus Christ more. Do you know him? Listen, the more you know him, the more you'll be like him. You grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You mature in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you allow the Holy Spirit to deal with you, you begin to, you know, look like Jesus. If first year is the same picture we see, second year, the same picture, third year, the same picture, fifth year, some of you, ten years, you've been in the Lord, you can't forgive. Been in the Lord Jesus for ten years. Some of you give life to Christ when you're in secondary school. You are still battling with malice, unforgiveness, division, schism, competition. Are you growing? Am I, am I, am I more like Jesus? Not only in power, but I'm talking about in character. You know, Nigerian church, we like power, 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 too much. And cast out demons, the power to do this, power to do that, power to do that, power to do that. But in the place of demonstrating love, we don't have. One of the true tests of your maturity is in the love that you demonstrate. 
when Jesus Christ was living, he told his disciples, he didn't tell them to do more miracles. He said, how will people know that you are my disciples? Is it by the miracles you do? No. Is it by the signs you do? No. Is it by the wonders you do? No. No. By the love that you show one to the other. And when a dying man, when a man is going, his final statements are very important. I many of us understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. In the love that you demonstrate. The love of God is shed abroad our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Are you growing in love? Or you want to kill everybody? Kill, kill mother-in-law. Kill father-in-law. Kill office staff. Kill Muslims. Kill Buddhists. Then only you will now be, you'll be alone in the world. If you kill everyone, <laughs> only you'll be in the world. You know. The world will not be interesting anymore. We are meant to show love. Are you demonstrating love? And through the channel of love, we say, I'll show you a more excellent ways. A more excellent way. And all these other things, you know, flows through that channel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So please help me tell your brother, say, grow. Say, grow in grace. And grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you can look more like him. In the precious name of Jesus, you demonstrate more love like him. Hallelujah. You demonstrate power through love. Praise the name of the Lord. So we're growing grace. Number two. Number three, rather. No, one, two, three, number four. Oh, four, right? Four. I'll close with this one. Four. Thank you, Jesus. How do I please God? Living a life of praise unto God. Psalm 69 from verse 30 to 31. So your life should be a source of praise to God and not murmurings and complaints. God is pleased when we praise him and thank him in spite of our situations. Hebrews chapter 13 from verse 15 to 16. It says, through him, through our Lord Jesus, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. Have you seen it there? So through him, God is pleased when you are in Christ. But it says again, it says through him, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of the lips. That means what? That give thanks, giving thanks to his name. Right? And it goes, it says, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Have you seen it there? Right? So, the sacrifice of praise pleases God. The sacrifices of thanksgiving pleases God. You thank Him. You bless Him. Through Christ, thank Him. Just keep thanking Him and keep praising Him. Wake up in the morning, no complaint. Say, Lord, I bless you. Give Him praise. When things are good, give Him praise. 
when it seems as if things are not working good okay give him praise when you are when you are feeling high give him praise when you are feeling low give him praise just thank him and keep see this will make God to be happy and I tell you what one of the ways in which you can get people to do uncommon things for you is that you make them happy hallelujah you know sometimes um, 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 some of us are very wise you know we study our parents very well and then you know when that is angry when that is happy so you watch when is happy and is feeling very good you know you can go and ask him please can I have this how many of us understand what I'm saying that is the same thing with God so giving him pleasure what gives him pleasure what makes him feel good because pain makes you feel bad pleasure makes you feel good it's when we give him praise when we worship him and I tell you what this is a channel that many have used to enter into the heart of God people like David they knew how to enter into the heart of God and how to draw from his heart because they knew he knew how to bless him he knew how to praise him he knew how to thank him profusely unconditionally not to complain even when the enemies were dealing with him he said I will still praise you I know you are my savior I know you are my vindication you will vindicate me Lord I praise you you just keep praising him in spite of the circumstances why because it gives pleasure to him if you want God always to be happy with you if you want God always to have a good feeling when he sees you or every morning you want him to have a good feeling you know to feel good when you wake up don't complain just praise him for the sacrifices of thanksgiving the sacrifices of praise does nothing but gives pleasure to him according to his word hallelujah how many of us will praise God forever how many of us will praise God forever how many of us want to give him praise how many of us want God to be happy how many of us want him to be pleased how many of us want him you know you just want to give him pleasure according to his word when you give him praise let somebody praise the name of the Lord this evening oh give him praise this evening give him praise this evening as old, give him praise this evening. Give him praise this evening. Give him praise this evening. Let's give him pleasure. Let's make his heart to be happy. Let's make God feel good. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Your God is wonderful. Your God is excellent. He's powerful. He's mighty. Say, Lord, I bless you this evening. Say, Lord, I magnify you. Go ahead and just bless him. Go ahead and bless him as you bring out your offerings. Go ahead and just bless him and say, Lord, I just thank you and I bless you. My life, oh God, will be a source of pleasure to you. 
I'm created to give you pleasure. I will please you, O oh God, in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. Blessed be your holy name. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. You know, sometimes I close with this and then we share the grace. You know, sometimes, sometimes um, we are looking for, you know, something, some, some spectacular things for you to thank God for. Right? Some physical, looking for some evidence. You know, just think of what Jesus Christ has done for you. That through our Lord Jesus Christ, let us continually listen. What Christ has done for you is enough for you to give him praise. You wake up in the morning and say, Ha, ah, Jesus, you paid God. I just thank you for Jesus. You paid the price for me. You've forgiven me my sins. You have cleansed me and justified me. You make me, you make me just as if I've never seen. You incorporated the righteousness, your righteousness in me. I am now your righteousness in Christ Jesus, me. I thank you for your mercies. I thank you for your unfailing love. I thank you for your redemption. You just keep thanking him. He's done so much for you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Put your hands again together and thank, thank God even for our Lord Jesus. Praise to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord, and we just thank you and we bless you God, for this evening. Our lives will bring pleasure and glory to you in the precious name of Jesus. O Lamb, seated upon the truth of power, you are worthy to receive power, glory, honor. For you have created all things and all things were created even for your pleasure. I will live to give you pleasure, to make you, give you pleasure, to please you. Thank you, my Father. Jesus, mighty name. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and appreciate the King of Kings once more.